everyone. This is the Redacted Podcast. It is, I almost said October. It is August 21st, time traveling. And this is Mitchell. And I'm Jeremy. That is Jeremy. And that is Mitchell. <laughs> still. Still. Um, we're here, and we had a lot of fun in the last podcast while we were talking about things while we were playing with our stones. Until he found a bed bug. And so there was multiple on that one rock. They really liked it. I think they were sand fleas. But anyway. Thanks. I just wanted to clear that up. You might turn that into a drop. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, for real. But um, we didn't even pick a subject. We just grabbed our rocks. So let's do a podcast and talk about some stuff. I am sleep deprived because I stayed up way too late last night watching spiritual shows about crystals and like the source of absolutely everything amazingness i want to get you to watch one of these days i'm completely game for it you just gotta find a time time and place but um if anybody hasn't i think it's a really awesome it doesn't matter really what you believe in the spirituality world watch initiation i'm gonna botch his name but it's with matthias de stefano nice job i don't know job on that one probably didn't do it i think it's all right is it yeah sounds right have you seen it yeah Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's wrote books. Oh, really? Jank. Which don't, one of them? Don't Who's quote me. Um, he's a pretty young guy, too. Like yes. Like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's older now, but. Well, see, the, the, the stuff that he talks about is legit, though, man. And more and more people are waking up. And more and more people are understanding that we've had past lives. Like, whether it's this creation, the third creation the second creation the first creation whether they remember their home planet and certain events that are going on whether that you want to call them galactic events or events on earth are causing people to reawaken and it's it's a pretty cool thing i've i've relived at least over 986 past lives whether oh it goes deep all you get is a day it's real deep. All you've got is today, Jeremy. Yeah. I don't keep track of the lives and the years. And all I got is today. It's a recovery thing. Yeah. Day one. But after a while, after a while, you start to get curious, though. Right past it. After... <laughs> <laughs> no, after a while, you know, the curiosity starts to build up, especially when you start reliving the same past life. And that goes into like a karmic effect, you know, your karmic cycle. There's a reason that you keep seeing that. So either you're going to process it and deal with it, like you do stuff in recovery, or you're going to let it weigh you down and you're going to redo the cycle. I choose not to redo the cycle. So I'm trying to stay on the up and up of self-care. I think that's a really common thing for people that are going through spiritual awakening and recovery and i also think that there's a there's a tether between people spiritually awakening that have went through recovery i feel like overcoming that karmic loop shakes people awake more than people who don't go through something like a substance addiction or maybe even a gambling or a porn addiction where they have to rewire their brain and in that rewiring it like it what's the bible say it it drops the scales from their eyes and and really shows them but the thing i like about that show and a lot of people get triggered about past lives because they don't believe in it if you can get past that is 
if you really watch an episode and then watch the next episode, I recommend binging it so you can get like as much of the picture at once. Is he'll say something about a spiritual concept, and then it'll be like, yeah, yeah, but and if he doesn't address it in that episode, it'll be the next episode or the next one, and he literally talks about and explains it. And it fits together perfectly. And you're like, oh. And it's hard to argue. Right. And when you argue about something, it'll be in another episode and it fits in a puzzle piece. And he really hits everything. Like the one I think I ended on last night at later than I'd like to admit. Um, He's talking about how archangels and stuff fit into everything. And I was like, and it was all sacred geometry, the uh, frequencies. cube, well, frequencies. He explains dimensions and densities better than anybody I've ever heard. And it blows my mind. And the thing is, is I've watched this series. The second season came out recently. I'm not sure when. But I've been re-listening to the first season. And I've watched it all. Right. Have you ever felt like you understand it too easily at times after he explains it? now you you want you know why that is though right well before i thought i understood it and i didn't because it's like watching an entirely new show and i've watched it all so this second time watching the whole thing again second time watching the whole thing again and i'm like this is like watching an entirely new show right so and i don't even like to call like i'm calling it a show but it's more like a guide to awakening yeah, every question you've ever had about spirituality—it's ridiculous. You know, I've come to the understanding that a lot of the times when somebody's talking about spirituality and events, and when it kind of just clicks inside my mind, it's because I was—I was there, I was a part of the process. And leading back into what you just said about the the spirit—you know, the addict having to retrain their brain—I feel that. At the addiction process was targeted as a whole in this creation. You know, you look at everything from your phones to your TV to driving in your car. I literally just saw a refrigerator that had a touchscreen on it where you could see the food inside of the refrigerator without even opening the door. Facts. They make those. I didn't know they made those. I was like, what is the point of that? It's crazy. And it's one of those things where the the powers that be on this planet were gearing towards other people's subconscious our subconscious to keep us subdued like i turn to a lot of drugs and alcohol and and sex and gambling and whatever else you want to call it i've been tri addicted if i tried it and i liked it i had to rewire the dopamine process in my brain to be like okay this is good this is not good do one to others you want done to yourself and uh i come to find out that we're the strongest ones on the planet mm-hmm. because we, we, we take the reality of our situation and we make it true reality. And, and a lot of the times when we get in on our addictive behavior, we get stuck in that reality and forget how to come back. But we've literally created free will to the manipulation of our mind. It's a trap for the strong ones. Yeah. I mean, any, a lot of people say it's karmic debt. I think there's truth to that, but I think there's also, You've talked about, I don't know how much of your past you want put out in here, but things that have happened in the past where you're like, they had to keep me caged up 
because they knew what oh. I was capable of. And I think that's what the addiction process is, is the the deception and more not just the powers to be. And I'm, I'm going deeper than the government. I'm going deeper than some of the other things. Welcome to Walmart. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the real backstory of some of the, the negative out there. Well, see, like, it was kind of crazy. Like, I have nothing to hide. So when I went to prison, it was one of those things to where I was so young, I felt like I could do anything, so I did anything. The rules didn't apply to me, and I had a real problem with conforming to the rules. You'd give me a set structure, and I'd still try to bend them to my own lifestyle, to how I would how I would want things to be. And they subdued a lot of people that are in prison with that lifestyle, because you can go to prison and be whatever you want to be, period. It's a, it's its own little world inside of a world if you know how to operate it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of free-willed individuals in there that get caught up in the monotony and the everyday life of it. And you'll hear the term, uh, uh, gosh, I just drew a blank on it, institutionalized. Mm-hmm. And I feel that when I did my six and a half years in prison, that's what they were, they were gunning for. They wanted me to get institutionalized so that way I would stay in the system you know, it's kind of messed up when you create a system that's supposed to be, uh, uh, boy, you create a system to help individuals out, a rehabilitation, like Michigan Reentry Program. It's supposed to be a real rehabilitation program, yet they have an 88% recidivism rate. It's a reentrapment program, but I don't know if people For sure. the can hear in the recording. I'm pretty sure there's a bum fight going on outside, so we apologize for that. It's a, it's a pretty expensive bum fight out there. <laughs> they getting it. No, but you know, so I thought it was weird when I when I first went through the MDOC, they would ask me questions like, "Do I feel like the wind talks to me, or do I feel like I can control the way the the weather is around me? Do I feel like I hear voices?" And of course, I said, "Well, yeah, I hear voices," and they kind of looked at me like oh shit then i was like nuts yeah oh for sure then i was like well you're talking to me so i'd be pretty stupid if i didn't (laughs) yeah right (laughs) and that's when they're like okay you're you're done Ooh, i found that little one that we want to break we can do this tonight if you want yeah we can break it for sure but and uh you know that's that's like the stigmatism that's going on with adhd right now uh you know everybody's taking their children to the doctors and they're diagnosing them with ADHD or ADD and they're putting them on all these medicines that are literally rewiring their brain to think that their brain is wrong when their brain is actually right. Mm-hmm. And probably I, more right. And I've talked about um, people with autism and, and on the spectrum and, and just situations in their life like that as well. I think that they were wired different on purpose because they come into a system that can't control them. There's mm-hmm. nothing, I mean, except for extreme trauma. And I hate to have to say that, but without extremely traumatizing some of these people that have things like autism and stuff like that in their lives, um, like they're, they're their own, you know, march to the beat of their own drum, I guess you could say. Like, yeah, for sure. Like the, it forces the, people in the environment around them to have to conform to them almost. And I might be saying this really insensitively, but 
I'm trying to make a good point for them is that I feel like their brains are wired in a way that they can't be controlled like the rest of us. Oh, for sure. Without a doubt. Which I envy, to be honest. Um, So, I mean, and it's a, a, a lot of those people have a lot of struggles and I don't want to ever sound like I'm, I'm trying to say anything one way or another, but I really do believe that there's a lot less people say there's something wrong with those people. And I don't think that's the case. Well, that's, that's like when I first woke up and I started looking at schizophrenia, right? Because Mm -hmm. everybody was like, Oh, you're crazy. You, you, you shouldn't be able to download like that, or you shouldn't be able to have energy like that. And you take a schizophrenic and what they do to test them is they do projective imaging where they'll take a fast light and they'll flash it in front of them until things pop up inside their mind. And they'll tell you about those things inside their mind. And then they'll diagnose you as schizophrenic, and then it'd be a file in your medical record as a bad thing. What I think they were doing, kind of like on Stranger Things, I think they were triggering the awakening gene, and all them people that they called crazy were actually living past lives and speaking about them. So I think it triggered a synapsis in their brain to fire faster to awaken it. I don't necessarily know if it's triggering past lives. I know that my... in that's just feeling wise so i'm not going to say i have a belief one way or another in it i know that for me personally i felt when i was coming out of addiction or active addiction when i was coming out of active addiction i some of these little blue guys are so small that it's almost like sand um i'm still we're talking about rocks in the background story here but um i described it as somebody else was driving me like the the body was the vehicle and the me that i remembered from before my struggles with addiction was like this scared little boy in a dark little corner in the back of my mind that had no control almost caged up and it was like somebody else was had the wheel but it really wasn't it's not like I heard voices, but there were times where, especially when I was trying to come out of the active addiction, where I would be trying my hardest to what we would say, white knuckle it out. And it's like the addiction would take over. And I don't, and I say the addiction would take over, but I'll explain in a second. Something would take over and I would, I would go buy the substance and I would use the substance. The whole process would happen. Meanwhile, here's me, who I felt was me from before the addiction, screaming at myself inside my head, inside my heart, soul, spirit, wherever that place was, going, stop, what are you doing? You promised people you were going to do this. You can't do this. But meanwhile, the outside face was smiling, handing a liquor store attendant money, taking the booze that I bought to to use. Fighting programming. I mean, it really was. I think it was literally, though, it wasn't something else controlling me. It wasn't uh, being crazy. It wasn't, it was shadow self. It was the survival instinct. It was the flesh trying to um, deal with situations that were in my mind and spirit that I wasn't handling properly. Because there are some things that you really need to handle and heal and progress on to process properly 
and I wasn't doing that and it was it was too much with me just letting it go just letting it be free and it got to be too much so my survival side my survival instinct my shadow self took over and was like okay so we're gonna do anything we can to try and make this mind survive and then it pushed me so far that it convinced itself that the best action to take was a jump off point Mm -hmm. and i think you understand what i mean oh for sure when i talk about jump off jump off points i'm uh, or i guess choose my words carefully because the consensual jump off points i think they all are consensual at a love at certain levels of consciousness do you have the will to fight or do you give up yeah exactly and then and of course we're talking about suicide when, I, when i'm talking about um this kind of jump off point other ones are uh you know more of your more natural and it's more you've done what you've needed to do in this tour in this cycle and so those jump off points are you're done mm-hmm. you get to jump back out of this reality and those are beautiful mm-hmm. but there are the i don't even want to say giving up but maybe you bit off more than you can chew or you weren't doing it right or you didn't realize something and that's a real thing like some people sign up for this and it's more than they can handle yeah for sure because i know like i know during my awakening there was a that stage where i was sitting behind my parents property my parents house and i was done dude everything in the gas tank was empty Mm -hmm. like point blank simple done you know i burned every bridge i just i was miserable i didn't know how to fix anything and that's kind of when i found the path of divinity and and the salvation part came intact and you know when I was talking about the schizophrenia, I was just throwing a lob out there. But like my awakening was the most beautiful, scariest process that I that I've that I've gone through, that I'm going through, because it hasn't stopped. It just is a continuous evolution. And I could not see my life going any other way than the way it is now. And that's that's okay with me. You know, I like when I found my salvation, I found out that there was a better path. And and the golden rule always came to my mind. Do one to others as you want done to yourself. So I started being more kind and courteous to other people. And then I started learning how everybody is a reflection of self on a core level. Like I am you, you are me. This conversation is me talking to me or you talking to you. It was meant to happen. Biblically too, I think it it, it has a an attachment to a biblical concept where they say you see things through your idolatry. And to, to break down on what that is, is you have idols in your life and it's what, it's what you truly desire and want. So you're going to see a situation, uh, welcome to Walmart. Um, and you're going to see things through that desire and that want and, um, it's basically the same thing as seeing your reflection in other people or however you just said it i lost a train of thought but yeah well that's because we had two gracious people come in 
Well, it's hard to podcast and be a greeter at Walmart at the same time. Well, how do you think those people had, working at Salvation Army feel ringing their bells? I didn't know that they did podcasts when they did that. That makes me respect them a lot more because it's cold outside. Maybe we should do that for some service work. That would be really cool. That would be pretty cool, actually. But they don't ever let people do like two at a time. Like, I think it would be really cool just to sit there and freeze your ass off for like four hours and just ring a bell, but with a friend. I'm pretty sure they're drunk when they're doing it, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, because when you're drinking, you don't warm feel up the a cold. Bit. Yeah. You don't actually warm up. You actually cool off, but you don't feel it. Yeah. I saw that in Mythbusters. So it's got to be way back in the day. So, back, back in back of the back of the back. Way, way, way back. Way in the back, but... Um, no, and it's cool that we get to talk about a lot of this stuff because that show that I've been watching uh, with Matthias is really... He he hits on all of this stuff. Like, for me, it's... Every time... I'm like, I've always wondered that, and that fits perfectly. Right. And it's really crazy. But that's that's like letting your spirit go, dude. Like we're not physical beings trying to find spirituality. We're spiritual beings living a physical existence, which mm-hmm. breaks it into the densities which people get. We don't even get taught that shit. Dude, he like, talks about the densities that, in ways that will blow your mind. Like, You'd be like, holy crap, that ask, does make sense. Ask a teacher to show those videos at school and they'll be absolutely not. Because that's too much freedom. No, we can't do that, but we'll put a litter box in the bathroom because this your kid kid's a that, fucking furry. Yeah, he's a cat. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts, so dude. That makes sense. Or will that transgender individuals use the same bathroom as my daughter? I think not. Yeah. Like uh, now, don't get me wrong. I have nothing against it. Like, if you all want to figure out if you're male or female or both, or you feel like you need the switch, that's your right. But if you're a 35-year-old man and you go into the bathroom and start looking at my daughter and my daughter says something about that, that's when I have a problem. Yeah, that's not. That's not okay okay and i don't there's some people that i i care about hurting their feelings like when i was being you know trying to be respectful with the autism thing earlier but you can be called insensitive for talking about those people like that i don't really care if you're gonna try just go to the right bathroom like you were born with equipment just do it like or if it's well, really if go, that big of a problem, get a therapist. I don't know. Well, if you go on our webpage, I posted a video about a week ago that explains Facebook page. We don't have a webpage yet. That's we have the, the face on the, the, the pipeline. Right. The Facebook page, the redacted page. There's a thing on there where Gates is getting called out. And that pretty much sums it up because if you go back to twenty twenty when all this COVID started there was a program called Operation Nightshade that was literally designed. I've heard of it, but I can't remember what it was about. It was designed the, the, the profile and the separate human traffickers. But what happened was the majority of the government got tagged on the fucking list. The majority of the Hollywood elites got tagged on the list. So they're all going to go to jail for fucking pedophilia. Welcome to Walmart. Um, because they're all part of Epstein's little I was about island. to say, are you talking about the Epstein thing? Yeah. I heard that there's something going on where that's actually going to be, and I don't know if this was even true, or maybe I dreamt it because I could have. I'm having some crazy dreams lately. But um, they might be actually getting to the point to they're going to release that. 
Yeah, that's what that's what the the video was actually discussing is because people are petition, petitioning for the files to be sealed to the public, which technically me as a criminal, you can look up my you can look up every misdemeanor, felony, all of my code of conducts online because it's Freedom of Information Act. Yet you have this individual that's been accused of raping and molesting multiple children. Accused of and, worse. Oh, there, yeah, actually. way worse. And he got caught, was going to tell, wound up dead, allegedly, because I don't, I don't think they killed him. And all of his records are sealed. That's public information. He's another human being just like us. You like, don't expose them fuckers, dude, because they're creeps. You don't think... They killed him? You think he actually killed himself? No, I think he's still alive. Uh, I think he, I think he's still alive because it's pretty crazy that you you know you're being held on a grand jury case and then all of a sudden they find you dead. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, that sounds kind of crazy. Would, but would then, you say that's a blue or not? Um, yes, that is definitely a Leland blue. But you know, it's you're it's, giving it away. Goes, it you're goes giving away in, where we live. <laughs> it goes into the to the to the crazy side of things. Like when I woke up, I saw a lot of shit that was wrong, and I'm trying to figure out a way to to voice it and to have an outlet about it because we're living in a fucked up world. We let a government control us that's turned into a dictatorship, and I don't agree with it. I don't I don't I don't agree with being taxed for my money. I don't agree with being taxed for my children's education. When God, I could dude, it's so teach them better. And you're saying it so simply too. We're taxed for money that gets taxed before it's given to us, and we get taxed on roads that we have to drive to buy cars to tax, and we have to live. Dude, it's, it's taxed it's, to buy a house, but then we get taxed to live. Dude, it's just the taxes over, over, and it's over. corrupt because what happens when we don't pay our taxes? The banks get hit. What happens when the banks get hit? The, and the, the government, taxes, the government owns jail. the banks, so the government starts to go depleted. We send our children at the age of 18 to go do us a service when it's not a service. They're fighting for a war that one person deems necessary. Later, Justin. Have a good day. That they deem necessary. Welcome to Walmart. And that is fucking crazy for me. So our our kids and our grandparents and our great-granddaddies and grandmoms and all that, they go overseas, they fight a war for oil, and they die for that oil. And then 60 years later, they're fucking homeless because the government just leaves them out to fucking dry. The government didn't go over and fight them wars. We sent innocent people over there to fight a war for them. That is nuts. Mm-hmm. That is insane. That is That blows my, blows my mind, actually. And then it goes on to the basis where, you know, the government policies that they're passing are just outlandish. They're nuts. They don't benefit the people. The yeah, people benefit the people. The government don't. And that that's where the Constitution comes into play. Like, the individuals that wrote the Constitution, they were on their shit. They realized that somebody could take political control over this, and they gave us our Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. And that is exactly as it states. And so many people are cowed down because of it. When those are the people, you look at the Congress... There is 197 individuals that have felon- that have cases against them. Either they're being buried or they're being covered up that are sexual assaults, uh, domestic violence, drug Substance dealing. Related, yeah. And you don't hear about that shit. 
That's the shit that we should be gunning towards. Like they are in the wrong. Yeah. I go out on a night and I get an OWI. I spent six years in prison. Yeah. Little well, Timmy down the streets getting molested by his dad and he does six months. And you also, it's another way, like things just aren't necessarily weird. Cause I'm sure that the right to bear arms, isn't that weird? The green and the red like that. That's another one that looks like the dragon's blood that says isn't possibly found around here. Um, like it makes still it, talking about rocks. Yeah, no, it, but it makes no sense to me, Mitch, and it hits a it hits a strong point inside like my soul because they're telling us how to live, not how we should live. And they're if they were teaching us how, how right, if they were teaching us how to live, that I'm cool for that. But they're not doing that anymore. They're they're subduing our children's mind. They're subduing our adult minds, and it's gotten so bad to the point where people know about it and they're like, well, I don't want to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> it's scared them into it. Well, and there's, then there's people like, like you that can't own a firearm and has been the, the right to bear arms has been taken away. Well, that's because if I knew little Timmy down the street was getting molested by his dad, yeah, I'd probably, I'd take care of that shit. How it's supposed to be taken care of. And I say that freely. When I'm just saying, like, they if took you were that getting robbed at a store, no I'd shoot the guy that was robbing you mm-hmm. freely without a second thought because he's intruding on your rights. He's intruding on your space, your life. And the same goes for me. If I was robbing somebody, I hope somebody would have the balls to be like, that shit's fucking wrong. I'm going to, like, later, Gator. You know, but that's like the principles and morals, man. Like, we've gotten so cowed down that. That what are they anymore as a country? What are they? You know we're we're ran we're ran by a dictatorship. We are a fucking dictatorship. We are not a free country. We're free until we do something they don't like. And this is a very serious thing to talk about. But every time you say dictatorship, I think about this meme I saw was a potato that actually grew into like phallic shape, and somebody said this is a dictator. <laughs> No, but it's but it's a it's a real thing, man. We we're we're a country where we have enough people that have enough money that there shouldn't be poverty. There shouldn't be homelessness. And the people that don't have the money to come out of poverty, they find an economic way to sustain themselves by growing their own fruits, by growing their own vegetables, by becoming self-sustaining, by by living on a homestead. And what do we do? Oh, well, that's getting too free and off the grid. So let's let's chemtrail them. Let's fuck their food up. This is going to make somebody very unhappy. But we've become a a country that's become a lot more cunt than try. Yeah, for sure. And maybe it's people say it's the, the silent majority and maybe they're out there trying but it's not a time to be silent no more, dude. Like, like yeah. we have already discussed the Gwen Tower. Like, we walk around with 5G phones in our fucking hand that are literally psionic nerve dampeners. They literally shut our signals down in our brain. Our brain is an electrical frequency. And they stop it. And we hold that shit up to our head. You want to look up patents? Look up patents for cancer. Yeah. Period. Government. And and I just I just came across some shit that I'm afraid of because they're talking about a new virus that they've been messing around with for the last three years since COVID that's supposed to kill 80% of things that it comes into contact with. That's what the government's doing. That is literally what they are doing. They are literally killing off our, our species because they've been so greedy that they're depleting our planet from its natural resources. 
That's why everybody's waking up is because the planet's fucking dying. Period. I, and I heard something recently that said that we actually can't destroy this planet. We can't. It'll it, destroy us. It will. It will reset before. Oh yeah, for we sure. Get to and we're overdue for a reset. Well, we're overdue for a reset. If, if it's gonna reset, like I don't know if it's it's going to the way that it has. To. Well, I think it's going to, but it's not going to the way it has before. I think we're coming to the end of a multi-segmented cycle. So that we've had a lot of cycles on the inside of a big cycle and that oh, yeah. big cycle is coming to an end so there's going to be a beginning there's going to be a reset but right. i think it's a bigger one than what happened at the younger dryas what happened the six to ten thousand years ago and then what happened six to ten thousand years before that well i know when everybody wakes up they're given flashes of future present and past that is a fact and if you ignore the future, you're not going to be able to live in the present or the past because the future is going to come. It's there. It's all been written down. Whether you want to believe in a higher self, a higher power, whatever, like it, th there's always an end to a beginning. So there can be a new beginning for the end period. And, and I know I, like I get emotional on this stuff because of the stuff that I saw, it changed my life forever i can't unsee what i saw when i woke up you can't do it i could choose to ignore it but what does that do for the next individual nothing well it's kind of like i didn't have the same wake up process as you um i and i know this is everybody always goes i wish mine was like the other person's but mine's been a lot more gradual but there have been things that i have seen i've been through that i and there are people who don't understand that are like you should write that down that was a really cool dream i'm like no you don't get it like that wasn't a dream like yeah. that wasn't just sleep i'm not going to you know people forget their dreams i'm like that's that, that was, was something you can't forget <laughs> yeah. can't forget it yeah like write it down maybe to put it in a book someday yeah. like but i'm gonna remember it like i remember going to the zoo with my little brother when i was you know 20 years old and he was 10 and i remember having that vision that i had three months ago during the full moon like it's just that was part of life mm -hmm. and uh but when my awakening just kind of it slowly unfolded there have been steps that have kind of fallen in place but it definitely there's there's people out there that get more of a shake awake I mean, you're one of them. We know some other people up in the Charlevoix area that have mm -hmm. that have done it. That's happened to them, and um, I envy that because of the the generation I grew up in that wants the like immediate response, the instant yeah. gratification. Instagram, I, <laughs> I saw it, yeah. No, but see, like, the, like the, and you and I have talked about it, like. When I woke up and I started talking about the things that I was talking about, people around me thought that I finally fried my brain. Like I, I was one of those space cadets that was never coming home. And that was my mind choosing either disassociate from what I saw and the lessons that I learned or accept them for the reality that reality is. And I chose to accept them because it made too much sense to me. Even in my fried state, like there was a good two months, three months where I did not even talk. Like I was just inside my mind and I was outside this planet so much that it was, it was unbelievable. 
and the beings that kept downloading information to me, I trust them. I trusted them more than I trusted my friends at the time. But I was relaying the information to my friends, which was counterproductive at the time. But it was still something that I had to learn. It was a lesson that I had to accept, unconditional love. When you went to what you knew and who you knew, and I kind of did the same thing. And I'm sorry, but in the process of me trying to share some things, somebody called me stupid. You can go fuck yourself. Like, this is a real thing that's happening to me. Real life. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to be treated like that by somebody who is actively resisting the wake-up process. This person was is actively resisting a real wake-up process and that I'm talking about. But there's other people who are... who The people who will just be like, oh, yeah, that sounds... Sounds interesting, but in their head they're going, this sounds like a nut job. Yeah, you know, like, and in my process, like, I love my father for, I love my pops forever for this, because there was a point in the time where I was expressing myself very loudly, kind of like how I probably got on this podcast, because I do get emotional about this, because it's mm -hmm. something I believe in wholeheartedly, and he looked at me, he said, you're not really crazy, dude. And the more and more people I start hanging out with, the more and more I grow because they're like, you're not, you're not crazy, dude. Like you've elevated to a point to where you have to, like, I have to speak about this stuff. I have to, I have to let it out because my soul, my soul being my original occupant has downloaded into this physical density and has given me knowledge that I would, what am I going to do when I stand before the father? And he said, so we gave you all of this. What did you do with it? What did you do? Did you were you courteous to the next person, even though you know the world was in disaster? Did you invest in double what I gave you? Yes. Even though maybe I gave you less or more than the next person, or did you bury it and hide it, and you're bringing me exactly what I gave you, and you didn't blossom anything, and you didn't grow? Yes. That's a and you know, story. like like when when you hear the stuff that I've talked about tonight, like I hope you get chills. I hope that it upsets something inside your being because that's what needs to take place. It, it really needs does. it needs to happen. You know, we're just two individuals that are graced in a position that's just starting out to be like, hey, like you're not you guys aren't crazy. Whoever's listening to this, you're not crazy. And the people that are calling you crazy, let them redo this shit because well, we're the, tired. I don't want to redo this. The people who are going, these guys are crazy. Please just don't listen anymore. Yeah. Or not maybe you should listen more. But, you know, it's the people who are going I felt some of these ways and I, I'm glad to hear that there's a voice to it because that's kind of the way I felt with a lot of things. And, and even you want you... them to like subscribe, hold on and maybe pick up on the fact that you can have some confidence because we don't, you and I don't come from a background where it's okay to talk like this. No. No, neither of us do. No. No, people go, you're you're crazy. You're, you know, but we're standing up for ourselves. And Prove me wrong. Through. <laughs> yeah. Prove me wrong. And it's just, you know, there's so much out there. There's so much that we just don't have the time. Like, this has been the longest podcast that we've done. It's also been probably the most crude podcast. Deepest, but this is how we want it, though. This We don't want to come on here and be like, oh, man, you know, everything's good because everything's not fucking good, Mitch. And you and I talk about it all day, every day. Like we are 
enlightened individuals that are trying to spread the message. Everything is good, though, Jeremy, because there is nothing bad. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> good no, bad don't exist. You know, it's neutral. That's only it a is, thing in this but reality. It's, but it's one of those things where... If if you get if anybody listening and you feel the way that you feel and this message has impacted you, send a message. We will respond. Oh yeah, message. I don't care what. Uh, right. I was wanting. It's it's funny you're picking up on it because I wanted to say you know like subscribe, comment, ask the questions. Go. Hey, this sounded crazy to me. Can you explain it? Because we've hit on a lot of our beliefs in this. And we don't have the time to unpack it all. We no, really don't. Not at all. And honestly, we probably, I know from my perspective, I don't 100% understand completely everything I believe. I know how it fits into other things. I know that I'm I'm practicing it and it's working. But there are some of it that I don't necessarily understand. I've been telling people with the the meetings that we run, like if you have spiritual questions, Bring them to us so we can dig into it and we can share what we do know. And if we don't, we can spend time exploring trying, it together, exploring it together. Exactly. And learning because we're even though everybody seeks the individuality that society is called the norm, we all seek to be together. It's a harmonious effect. It has to it has to come within and replicate itself because where there's one, there's two. Where there's two, there's three. Where there's three, there's four. Somebody better weigh half of my rock. Mm. I didn't put that in there. And maybe the other half's broken in there. That's a that's a that's a rounded break. But, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where once you once you understand the concept of death and that there's a beginning, fuck the government. I'm saying it out loud. Fuck the Pope. You know, it, it is with what it is. Well, kill me. I'll be back. Like you know, it is. I've gained such a new respect for death in the last, to be honest, I started to really understand it within the last few months. I started to not fear death getting into recovery out of active active addiction because I felt like I I should have died and didn't. So it, may, it, was, it, was, it wasn't a lack of fear, it was an overconfidence. Yeah, like no. I haven't died because I have a higher purpose. Yeah, I still dude, that. dude. But that goes back to the conversation that you and I've had. Like, there's there's people that have ate a potato the wrong way and died. Yeah, dude, I've tried to swallow a whole potato when I was fucking kid and left. Well, I'm starting to believe like that's because, <laughs> and especially if it wasn't an intentional thing, that you you can say took them, they. They fulfilled their purpose. That was the jump off point that said, hey, you're done now. You can come back. You don't have to be in, and a lot of people will call this hell, this hell on earth. You don't have to, because this is a really difficult existence. This is, is a really difficult density and dimension and however you want to understand it. Time. Just time in, in, it's it's itself, in itself, you know, because yeah, that's what, that's what this, this is, you know, and it's um, just this or call it the simulation or this place where we have decided to come and exist. It's really difficult. And that's why we've all done it. We don't remember that because of amnesia or the fact that we have to come into this world. We can't come into this world with everything we had. 
I also heard that there's a reason everything is so difficult here when it comes to emotions and feelings and stuff like that. And it's because in other densities, you don't feel that. It's not necessarily that you don't feel that. It's that you don't have all of it in all of the other densities. In the third density existence, you're given all of it. And there's so much pressure. And I'm going to say the atmosphere, but it's really more the existence, the spiritual and everything. That there's all of your being is in this weak little physical body being pressed into it. So you got a lot going on and it gets to be too much for people. You want to know the one skill that's in every density, one emotion. And if you can master that one emotion, life's a lot easier. If you say love, we're going to have a fight. Love, unconditional love. Ugh. Unconditional love, man. I disagree. You can disagree. Because love is the only the only emotion. It is the I'm only so, emotion. I'm so baffled. I literally just said the one emotion. The one emotion. You said the one emotion that is in all of them. That means that you're insinuating that there are other emotions. Love is the only emotion. And this is how I, I heard it, which clicked in my head, is... People say that hate is the opposite of love. Nope. Nope. Hate is the absence of being loved. And it's yes. part of this. Love is a spectrum. And all the other emotions are part of it. Anger. Five, dude. Yeah. Like man. you're waiting for me. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things, though, man. Like when I took a look at myself and I wanted to understand myself, it was unconditional love the absence of all emotion becoming one and that's another thing is unconditional love is what love is. It is and what actual love is and then when you are deprived of something that's how love starts to look like these other things yeah well once you start breaking down love at a core value dude it becomes a reflection of self well that's which that's goes the back thing, to is, what i'm saying the the whole love is the, the the deprivation of something you can start to point fingers and be like oh well that's because this person isn't giving you this or this part of society isn't giving me this or whatever no that's let's find an escape goat mm -hmm. it's really how you choose perceive to, it. to perceive it how you okay. choose to interact with with that because you have the power to take that you know, and and make it what it really is, and I'm get I'm getting too tired. To, no, that that to that explain myself. Like a, good, <laughs> a good spot wrapping it up because you know I've let my original occupant talk for quite a bit, so I could probably go on for a minute now that I've. And I want to talk about there. the original occupant thing one of these days because we really have talked right into it, and I had this fear. I'm just gonna do it. We're just gonna keep going for a minute. Uh, <laughs> I had this fear because I didn't understand it all the way when we start talking about original occupants and the fact that we're all part of God. And I'm going to make some Christian mad somewhere. But um, it well, says mad right, if you're not a Christian. Yeah. It says right in the Bible that he breathed the Ruach or the, the spirit into us. And where did he get it? It was, it was his. So it doesn't really matter what you believe. If you actually read the text for what it is, we are part of God. We are 
I am yeah. therefore I am. Dude, I heard, don't even get me started there. I heard this whole thing. You got to watch that show, man. He talks all about that, what but, I and am really mean and how it works. But, you know, no, 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 hold on. And oh, I lost it. Go ahead. <laughs> but see, the 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 message of I am, therefore I am. I am there. You are me. I am everywhere. I am, therefore I am is literally a staple to remind yourself that we are all one. It's with more, the one. It's way more than that. It is, but you can break it down into subsidiaries as much as you want. Like I followed that rabbit hole when, I, especially when I woke up, because there's a contemplation stage where you're like, I am God, but it's not just being God; it's being in His presence. Oh, that's where I was going with that. Is I was afraid that the original occupant was God, and that we were all just God trying to perceive this existence in different ways and for god to get to the actual maximum it was going to we are all god but we are all our own self yeah so there's a higher self there's he gave us that by free will and it's so hard to explain because i don't have my mind wrapped all the way around it but i heard it explained to me and i believe it because it makes more sense than anything i've ever heard and you know Give us comments if you like what we're saying. Give us comments if you don't, because I'll argue. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> I'll look it up, and I'll, and, and I'll argue. And I'll look at Mitch and say, I haven't lied to you yet, bro. And and you haven't. And there's sometimes that... um, I say some off-the-wall shit. When I first met you, I would have met you six months before that and been like... There's another crazy hippie guy. You're not even like hippie, but you had that <laughs> energy, you know? Yeah. But man. when but when I met you, I really didn't. I will admit, I thought, I thought that you thought that you were way further ahead of yourself. And then getting to know you, I was like, no, he's really there. He just has a lot less of a, I guess I'll say filter. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not afraid to say it. And, I'm only um, as good as the person that you're traveling like, with. You're you're saying stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I already know that stuff. And I felt like you were. Um, I can't say your name because we don't have permission. But a person who's a, in a younger stage of awakening that's very very excited about things, trying to explain it to us, and I think it's kind of adorable. So I'm like, I'm. I don't want to be like, yeah, I know, because I don't want her to get turned off by this at all like girl jump in learn it all absorb it and whatever oh but there are people that she's so definitely curious. understand she's so curious but it's one of those things to where i'm so old and i've been around for so long and i accept it that the only way to pass the message on is to hit the same frequency as those that i'm around 35 is pretty old now, if I walked around and I had my frequency turned all the way up, like I did when I first woke up. You're having none of my shenanigans tonight. People people would be super, super scared, man. But that this it's a real life conversation, though. It's not about what I know. It's about what I can teach. And it's about what the person that I'm teaching, if they can understand that. And if they understand that, then we both can grow. But I can't grow if somebody's not understanding what I'm telling them. So if I came out and I was just like, Mitchell, this is exactly what it is. You would have been like, you're crazy as fuck. I'm not talking to you ever again. Well, I will admit, though, I do believe that you don't explain yourself very well 100% of the time. There have been times that you've been, you have been like, no, it's this way. And I'm like, you're not saying it right. And you're turning them off. But at the same time. That's your lesson. 
<laughs> well, at the same time, that's the thing is they wouldn't be hearing you say that if they didn't need to. So I'm just saying we're here. <laughs> we're here and we're going to talk yourself or talk your ears off for an hour. Like, you know, we've only went 30 minutes before and we're just going to do it for an hour tonight. And my phone's vibrated oh, a couple times. Yeah, yeah, man. I got to resume life. Guys. Yes. <laughs> this is life, Jeremy. Life. But I think we are going to sign off, and it's it's a little abrupt, but everybody else has, has stuff. We're going to go see what the kiddo's up to and go from there. Um, what do you want to sign off with, Jeremy? As my great friend Chris says, if nobody's told you they love you today, we love you. And you're beautiful. Everybody. You, you dropped your smile. <laughs> no, I take that back. That's only for my girlfriend. And what is it? Say the the, the meaningful one. Oh, gotcha. You know, there's one being nice, and then there's one like, "Hey, baby girl, you dropped your smile." Girl, put that look away. I about <laughs> died laughing. I almost drowned. I thought she was gonna kill me. I uh, know. I was. I could. I didn't even look at her face. I could feel it. Anyway, everybody. Nice. We are going to say good night, and hopefully we'll have this energy the next time we come in here and we can do something similar. I wish we had been a little sillier, and if you're following us for that, I apologize. But we really are doing this for the meat and potatoes and, and not, the, not the, the laughs, even though that makes it fun. But everybody, this has been Redacted. Recover your mind. Bye. Bye. <laughs>